0: connect with us on social media at best served podcast now here is your host what's up everybody jensen cummings here thank you as always for tuning in today's best served podcast 389 we're gonna be talking finding hidden gems with jess of jess foodie this is episode Seven wow, episode seven of eight of Denver Restaurant TikTok Week. All this week, we are featuring content creators around the Denver area who are highlighting the food and the people behind the food, the businesses, the whole scene here. It's really exciting. We're kind of digging into understanding a platform like TikTok and really short form video when it comes to Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, as well. We are going beyond just the beautiful picture of the finished food into the full depth of diversity of storytelling. And this is an important aspect that restaurants are kind of stuck with. We're kind of stuck in what got us to this point and we need to look at what happens next. And these content creators are really creating a platform for that. We're also trying to dig into some of the misconceptions and lack of understanding of when it comes to influencer marketing, when it comes to food content. So all these content creators have been really great. As always get into the comments, Uh, you'll be able to link to jess's page as well as an article roundup and just had a lot of great things to say about kind of the immigrant story and and her ability to highlight that so let's check that out right now we're going to check out a clip from jess foodie
1: mi gente de colorado springs aquí les traigo otro video así so que prepárense you, porque se les va a hacer agua la boca miren qué tan jugosa se ve esta hamburguesa y las aguas frescas no pueden faltar este restaurante está localizado adentro del mall de citadel Y les hacen sus aguas frescas a la orden. Mire que tan rica se ve. Bueno, déjenme introducirlos a la Super Burger, que es muy popular. Tiene de todo. Su carne, queso, salchicha, jamón, tocino, piña. Y lo que me gusta más es que preparan su carne aquí en casa. Mire qué tan
0: so great. Jess, let's bring you in now. Uh Jess, so good to see you. I, I loved that video for a multitude of reasons. The food looked awesome, but also because it challenged me and, and had me recognize like I need to brush up on my Spanish. Our Hispanic Latin food culture and the people behind it are so instrumental to the restaurant scene everywhere in the country and here in Denver specifically. So thank you for highlighting. Uh, places that a lot of people might not see and kind of the voices that people might not see. Tell us like why this channel? Why did you start it? Why is it important to you?
1: Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Well, basically it just started off with eating, right? Like we all want to go out and eat and we're just tired of the same dry food, food and uh, just the same type of food. And I got myself into a little, you know, not binging, but I like to try new things a lot. And so Mm -hmm. with my whole situation that I also am a business owner, I'm always out and about. Right. So I just started trying these new spots and I was like, how do people not know about this? And so I started doing TikToks like that. Just, Hey, come and check the spot out. Next thing you know, it gets like blown up and here I am just doing it for everyone now. Not just like Hispanic but also any type of food like I love every type of food and I think that's what I love about my culture that I grew up also here in America also as an immigrant because I was stuck on Mexican food 24-7 and I love Mexican food but like when you eat it 24-7 like let's change it up you know what I'm saying
0: yeah I'll take a bowl of pho or whatever else is good around the city absolutely and uh and I really I really appreciate that and so How do you find these hidden gems, right? That's part of it. Like you have to go a layer deeper. They're not published in the best new restaurants. They're not published in the the hot restaurants at the time. They're not in the essential 38, things like that. You got to like hit the streets. So how are you finding these places? What, and let's go back because now I'm sure people are hitting you up. You got to check out this place because you have a little bit of a presence now, but go back. How are you finding these places?
1: Well, obviously back in the day, well, when I was looking for something like, let's say a homemade menudo or a pozole, like you really don't find authentic stuff like that nowadays, especially like around this area. Right. So you have to go, like you said, you kind of have to go a little deeper. And I, um, got myself into like these Hispanic community, uh, group chats like on Facebook and like everyone promotes like their small business, like, Hey, I'm yeah. making burritos at a home or Hey, I'm making hot dogs from this stand. Can you guys come support? And I would just be like, those are the good spots, not those spots that like, you know, are high, the, the best thing ever on social media, because sometimes they're not, you know, those are sure. a lot of those places already paid for advertisement. They got their thing going, but is it good? you know what I'm saying? So when I found these little spots, I'm like, no, these are really the good spots. These are the mom and pops type of places you want to hit up to support them. And that's how it ended up going. I just started following all those, you know, group chats or group um, messages. And that's how I got on. And now when I do my videos, people will comment, obviously, on the video that I upload. Hey, go check this spot out. It's my auntie's Mm -hmm. um, food truck. I'm like, absolutely. I'm there. You know, like it, it just falls into place,
0: right? And then they say, "You like that pasole? You got to go here. You like that one? You got to go yes. here." And yes. and it's something. Uh, my uh, grandmother through marriage is from Mexico City, so we and growing up in Southern California was a big part of our culture. And they're competitive. Yes, abuelitas and aunties wow. like they're competitive. Exactly. And so when you say this is a really good pasole for example you're going to get 12 other people going i got one better because of x y and z right so so do you have to hit all the places then to make sure everyone's represented how do you manage that
1: I guess i mean honestly i'm always down for food that's one thing about me i i love food and especially when you come from such a how do i say you're limited to the amount of foods you get. Obviously, back in the day, we didn't have that much money growing up. So we couldn't just pull up to, I don't even remember when I went to dine in with my parents at a restaurant when I was smaller. I, 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 I don't remember. So now I have that, um, how do I tell you? It's kind of like that proud moment where I'm like, wow, like I'm sitting here with my family eating a meal at a restaurant. That's something I couldn't do when I was younger. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that that really just makes me proud that I'm doing this for our community, for also people to really, you know, get big if they want to, they can, you know.
0: Yeah, it's a little like almost a, feels like an extension of the American dream. You're like now we're to the point where our food is sought after. Yeah. Right. I even I even think of uh, you know somebody like Dana Rodriguez who's up for a James Beard nomination right jose Avila, uh, for a james beard nomination cooking so many foods that are underrepresented
1: exactly. or
0: that get appropriated constantly because people go holy shit mexican food uh-huh. is on another level i thought it was just burritos and quesadillas and nachos yeah. like Oh, man, it's one of the most diverse food cultures on the planet. So you're able to highlight a lot of that. And then to your point, the the broader idea of just underrepresented communities as a whole. So now you're in a position where to your point, you 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 found your in through through these channels and, and probably family connections and friends and all that to the kind of Hispanic side of it. How are you expanding now that you're trying to just view other underrepresented foods or cultures or or areas of town neighborhoods that aren't hyped up how are you finding them now
1: it's so crazy to say though it and it just like like word of mouth right where you for example ask on facebook hey does anybody know of like some bomb tacos around aurora or whatever everybody everybody tags their own favorite you know because everybody has different taste buds or different you know to you that might be bomb but to me i'm like uh i already had it you know (laughs) it's so hard to narrow it down but you just have to try a lot of everything. Honestly, there, you can't trying trying food you really volume.
0: To- you got to put in the reps. <laughs> You've got to go yeah. and yeah. eat a lot of bowls of pho, a lot of boon a lot of tacos, a lot of any of those foods that you're looking to go. And, and I'm interested in that because you, you say Aurora, or you say, uh, uh, I want the West Highlands or somewhere that's not a low high. That's not rhino. That's not baker like these neighborhoods that are saturated with amazing amazing restaurants absolutely but they're saturated with certain types of restaurants you're having to go find tiny little neighborhoods or a restaurant that's completely off off the beaten path how for you as a content creator you're having to spend time effort money potentially to like make it out to these places How have you built a trust with your audience to know that when they say you're gonna have to drive 25 minutes to get to a place that you're not going to roll up and go, well, that was a mistake.
1: Listen, I just got to make sure I didn't lie. You know what I'm saying? I'm being upfront and I'm like, if I'm going to not like it, I'm going to tell you. Like, Especially when I go to restaurants and I do these TikToks for them, I, I also give them a little feedback, right? Because everybody sells tacos, right, in the community. Tacos, quesadillas, pozole what makes you different right you have to keep that alive in them like yes how are you how am i gonna convince you to drive all the way to greeley to buy to try this bomb as sushi how you just got to take my word for it right and i'm the one sleep i have to sleep at night please trust me that i sent you to the right spot you know but it you have to build a trust with the community with your followers right at the end of the day if they like where you're going, they're going to go, they're going to go regardless, because I, I hope you trust me to, to go, you know, to tell you to go. So, and it's not just that, but also supporting that business, right? If you didn't like it, or if you didn't like what I put specifically in the video, they have so many other options you can try. It's not just what I put. Do you know what I mean? So
0: yeah, trust,
1: just try, trust me and try it. (laughs)
0: the trust and confidence is is really key and and it's a point that i want to get across for everybody because i think restaurants still have a misconception that influencers are just looking for a free meal and they're flippantly just being like oh. whatever this place is great and that clearly you take it very very seriously and are putting a lot of time and effort and work into it and you're putting your name behind it my your image. name is on the channel
1: exactly it's my image like it's honestly it's my comments too like I went to that place and it wasn't even that good and uh they're rude and this and that and it affects me because mm-hmm. I'm the one that went and did it not knowing that they were going to give that service to them. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm trusting also the business to treat them the same way right. they're treating me. Like whatever you see them serving me is what they're going to serve you. So that's exactly what I also try to point out when I'm doing these TikToks like hey, you need to make sure like you guys are really on it because uh that is my face behind what i'm showing and i want the best experience for you and your customer that's all
0: yes i think it's great i think you're you're creating a level of accountability too on both sides of the equation which can only help with the relationship that there's more clear expectations understanding trust confidence all of it jess love the work that you're doing and everybody be be assured that you're going to hear and see more from jess as we go because Uh, Even just talking to you before we started the uh, show, uh, you have a lot to offer to this scene, and and I appreciate it. So thank you for being on.
1: No, thank you. I appreciate you. And keep up the good work as well.
0: Thank you. All right, cheers. you got a lot of eating to do. I'll talk to you later.
1: Right, right. (laughs) On to the next video.
0: Yeah. All right, well, that is it for this episode. Jess Jess Foodie, absolutely somebody that we need to be paying attention to. Those underserved communities, the immigrant story. Check out the article for sure, talking about what it takes to get the immigrant story out there, because sometimes that can be a huge challenge for them personally. The self-doubt, you know how much I talk about that. We need to be willing to tell our stories, and the fact that Jess is creating more opportunity for that is meaningful. Besser Podcast 389, Finding Hidden Gems. That's it. Appreciate you all. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.